here we go again, in search of profit from ERP. Today on the ER Podcast, we're doing a spotlight on Acumatica, the cloud ERP. In our consulting practice, every ERP project is a software project and a business consulting project. And we're not the technical team that installs actual modules and things like that, but we work on handling the changes needed for a business to succeed with the software. We help our clients plan and budget for ERP projects. We help them implement and install new ERP software. But first, we help them select from the hundreds of ERP solutions to find the absolute best ERP for their business. Now, notice I said best for their business because ERP software varies wildly as to how each approaches recording business transactions. And you know, frankly, companies vary wildly depending upon what industry and in even in the same industry, companies vary in the basic business of doing business, how they do things. Over the years, we've been involved in nearly 400 ERP projects of all sizes and everything from small startups to regional powerhouses to some even global corporate rollouts. We work with every possible kind of software and technology because ERP is both a software consulting project and it's a business consulting project. And that's how we bring the profit from ERP. So we're intimately involved with all types of ERP software and one package of the 30 or so ERP platforms that we've recommended over the last few years. One of those packages is Acumatica. You can go to the Acumatica website and learn all about all the features and, and do some research on the web from some of those highly suspect software advisory services. Hint, hint, a salesperson may call you. But today, we're going to take a look at the profit from ERP perspective. When it comes to a structured software selection process, what do real-world clients look for in ERP? And, and where does Acumatica fit in? And why are more and more clients going with Acumatica? And frankly, what are the real advantages Acumatica will bring to the table? So we're going to get right back to that, our spotlight on Acumatica after this short word from our sponsor. Today, we're talking about Acumatica, the cloud ERP. It may be new to you, but it's been around for a few years. Acumatica's always had a great reputation among consultants, kind of a generation two of cloud ERP. But Acumatica launching in 2008 meant lots of new, untested implementation partners. But not anymore. Net at Work has been an ERP and technology industry leader for a lot of years. 6,000 clients, 21 offices across the U.S., founded in 1996. They're known to unleash the power of their clients' business. And in addition to their Acumatica practice, they cover virtually all areas of technology and have long-standing Sage, NetSuite, HRMS, CRM, and e-commerce practices. NetWorks Acumatica practice is headed by Stuart Blumenthal, which if you've been in the ERP industry for any time, that's a name you'll recognize. I think I first worked with Stuart in 2001, which for the mathematically challenged among us, that was over 20 years ago. And I know the exacting customer-focused work he's always delivered. It's the kind of exacting attention to detail you need. And that's the thing. At Profit from ERP, we'll help you evaluate software like Acumatica, but we'll also get you connected with partners who are tops in the industry. Our partner recommendations, if we did nothing else, would be worth the price of admission. But people hire us because we bring results. Profit from ERP, so to speak. So net at work is more than critical in helping us deliver what we promise, which is good for you as long as you're the kind of company that likes profits. Look, 
Stuart taught me a long time ago that you can't make ERP promises you can't keep. And I can't make my clients stick to proven methodology 100% of the time. So we can't guarantee every client will, say, double their business in six months or some other wild and crazy claim. But we can guarantee that with profit from ERP and net at work, your probability of a great Acumatica rollout skyrockets. When you're ready to start looking at ERP, look at Acumatica and net at work. Contact us at info at profitfromerp.com and we'll get you connected. Welcome back to episode 21 of the ER podcast. This week we're going to talk about Acumatica and where they fit in the world of ERP software. First, a short history of the ERP world. It kind of shows how they fit right in here. Back around the year 2000, it was estimated there were some 3,500 ERP type software applications on the market. Those were boom times with Y2K for the first generation of business software. And of course, as all markets do, consolidation happened, market leaders emerged, there were a lot of mergers, acquisitions, contractions. Today, there's still hundreds of small, very industry-specific software in certain ERP niche markets. And when I mean niche, I mean, say you're in the business of what? Stocking a corporate aquarium with, with colorful tropical fish. I don't know if that's really a business sector or not. But if it were, they'd, they'd, they'd have an ERP that had some maybe really specific feature that's needed there, like in case your sharks were growing too big in the particular tank. and they, they'd, they'd have the SGI module for, for shark girth indicator or something. SGI, I don't know. It, a very specific function, very specific business. And there's hundreds of these little ERP packages around. The technology's bad, the old code, it's hard to use, it's buggy. But if it does exactly what you need done, well, there you go. You, you got your SGI reports, your SGI dashboards, and SGI alerts, that, that type of thing. And other than that, other than those guys, industry-specific ERP, today there's probably still an estimated 200 to 300 general business ERP products on the market, ERP that can work for a variety of industries. Probably 50 or so of those command about 90% of the day-to-day market. And that's the world we live in at Profit from ERP. And we're Acumatica is among the leaders in made-for-cloud ERP. So remember, I told you that around 2000, there were literally thousands of ERP packages competing for market share. This was way before cloud technology took off. I mean, we had a precursor. We, we called it ASP or Application Service Provider back then. And I was involved in one of those startups. It was way before its time. Back in 98, 99, the internet was relatively new to most people. And the thought of your financial data on a website, it sounded insane to CFOs at the time. Nobody would ever do that. And so there was not much of a market at that time. However, the base idea caught on as well as one further design concept. It said that if small companies couldn't afford a $5 million tier one ERP package, what if we took a tier one ERP instance and put it online with tons of features and let many, many small companies share it and split that cost? Sure, there'd be security so one company didn't see another company's data, but that function has existed from the beginning, so... You know, the sales department doesn't see what's going on in marketing or whatever. So that's when software as a service began to really get designed and began to roll out. Now, think about the difference between traditional on-premise server ERP and cloud ERP. That's similar to the difference between building an office from the ground up or just leasing one floor of a skyscraper. 
Skyscraper's already there. It's up and running. Yeah, you're going to have to configure how you want your offices laid out and where the conference rooms go and, and design and build out that floor exactly how you want. And that can take some time, but it's going to be a lot quicker than heading off to the county courthouse to pull permits to start construction on a vacant lot, right? Still, 2000, 2006, the market was still hesitant until Salesforce happened. Salesforce is a cloud-based CRM, Customer Relationship Management CRM. It's used by salespeople, customer service people, and Salesforce was better. It worked. It became the industry standard, de facto, go-to CRM package. And what do you know? A couple years come and go, and the sales data was safe. There had been no breaches. There had been no hacks. Businesses began to become comfortable with the concept of cloud-based software. And while... Some of the early cloud ERP products started in the early to mid-90s. Acumatica started their development a few years later as the concept of cloud matured. And the first Acumatica release came out in 2008. So, you know, if you think about in terms of technology generations, try and remember what your computer looked back in 1992. Pretty primitive by today's standards with like dial-up internet access. Oh, man. And then think back to what your computer in 2008 looked like. It was not quite up to today's standards, of course, but it was worlds away from like the horse and buggy technology in 1992. So really, a couple of technology generations after the first SaaS products made a big difference. And this is a big and. Acumatica was developed from the code up. This was not porting over a former on-site ERP software product. It was a newer generation technology, and it was created from fresh, new ideas and modern concepts. By 2010, we started seeing Acumatica and other made-for-cloud ERP begin to really catch on. At first, the interest was only from those early adopters that are just going to try anything new. But soon, other companies, they might have been initially hesitant about cloud, but they weren't hesitant to at least look at the newest entries into the ERP market. And once you start comparing Acumatica side by side with traditional ERP, some real advantages move, okay? With traditional ERP client server software, you got to buy some servers to host it, configure those servers and build them up. And, and with a mid-sized company, by the time you go through all of that and go through the implementation, you're looking at 9 to 12 months to implement, configure, train, and roll out. That, that's the traditional ERP model we use for years. Nothing new there. But that 9 to 12 months of software consultants, they're charging you 175 to 225 an hour. The resulting efficiencies for your company can make it worthwhile at the end, but 225 an hour adds up no matter how you look at it. Now, remember our skyscraper slash new building construction scenario? With Acumatica, the skyscraper's built. We're not looking at a ground-up 9 to 12-month implementation, more like a 4 to 6-month build-out. And these numbers are going to vary a great deal depending upon the business, how complex it is, how many modules you need and everything like that. But the point is, Acumatica was far quicker to go live than the traditional ERP packages. So we began to see some real cost advantages emerge. Early on, of course, there were still companies that were wary of cloud-based software. And here's where Acumatica developed a pretty flexible strategy. They were the first in the market, only one I've heard of so far. Acumatica lets you host on-premise or in the cloud, public cloud, private cloud, or on-site. So the hurdle, the hurdle of, of people that were wary of cloud was eliminated. 
You can also move Acumatica. That is, you can start out in the cloud and decide to bring it on-premise later or vice versa. You can do that too. And then user counts. Traditional ERP is sold by a charge for each person that's going to use the software. So naturally, a bigger company with a lot more users pays a lot more. Acumatica based it on the activity costs, but with unlimited users. That's right. As many users as you want. Put the whole company on Acumatica. Add a division tomorrow. Add 20 users. No charge. After your busy season, back down your user counts. Simply use just as much as you need. Only Acumatica does that. But back to our story. We're at 2014 and cloud ERP packages are beginning to really take off. The rush to cloud was on. And first, it was the client companies buying ERP. And then, it was the consultants that were selling ERP. And then... Even the traditional software publishers would start buying made-for-cloud ERP companies. One of the ERP teams we worked with for the last 20 years was a Microsoft ERP group, really good, talented group of guys, and, and they'd really helped our customer base, like I say, for years. Top-line talent. We had them presenting their ERP to a client who was looking for a new software package. And it was a close evaluation, but when they really looked at both systems, the Microsoft traditional ERP and Acumatica the costs weren't even in the same ballpark, mostly due to the implementation costs. Our client was clearly going with cloud and Acumatica, and so I had to pick up the phone and inform our Microsoft buddies that they'd not won the deal. And their frustration was apparent. They said, we keep losing to these guys. We're not winning any new deals. I don't know what we're going to do. And they said, oh, we got to go out. We got to get a cloud product. And within six months, they too had become an Acumatica resellers after 20 years on traditional ERP products. But it wasn't just the consultants that were switching to cloud and Acumatica. Software publishers were seeing what was going on in the marketplace as well. Now, we tracked several ERP publishers that came out with competing cloud initiatives the initiative being to port over their traditional ERP package to a cloud, come up with a SaaS pricing model. And whereas the, at that point, the software was technically being cloud hosted, it was really just the same traditional ERP package delivered via cloud. You didn't get any of the real advantages of a product that was built for cloud, that was coded and developed in the internet era. And, and Cloud proved harder to do than <laughs> just about all of them thought. I mean, there's a certain Redmond, Washington-based company that's still trying to get their cloud version of traditional ERP spun up. And that traditional ERP package trying that SaaS pricing or a subscription pricing model, it ended up being more expensive than an outright purchase, which, you know, makes zero sense. And meaning... Even though it's on the cloud, we're building from the ground up. No skyscraper effect. So the implementation still took longer. Forget varied scalability. It was still user-priced. And, you know, simply calling it cloud, everyone was trying to compete. But unless you have the advantages of made-for-cloud, it's like with traditional ERP ported to the cloud, you get more expense with fewer features. <laughs> A real no-win situation. And when you compare them side-to-side... Acumatica really started to take off. Recently, several of the traditional companies' approach to cloud has improved somewhat, but early on it was just not pretty. Cloud was winning the day, and Acumatica, remember, has several advantages of being a second-generation SaaS development. I mean, one of the great promises of cloud was on-demand, pay for what you use, and unless you've got an unlimited user policy, which no other major 
ERP has, much lesser traditional ERP product, you can't scale up and scale down as needed. No one lets you go public cloud, private cloud, or, or even run it on site like Acumatica. So the run to cloud had started with the customers, and then the industry consultants went with cloud. And finally, even the traditional ERP publishers started getting into the act. That's right. They were even buying cloud ERP companies, kind of like, if you can't beat them, let's join them. Oracle bought NetSuite. Sage bought Intact. Cloud ERP is so important, even the software companies themselves are now in on the deal. They're buying it. Acumatica remains independent and a single organization focused on one core ERP product, which is, which is important. Still, without getting into too much detail on merger acquisition structures, just for the prospective ERP buyer, just know this is one more sign of how important the made-for-cloud sector is. And a word about Acumatica's independence. Okay, some say that with backing from a large company like Oracle or Sage, and, and the other cloud products are going to be on a stronger corporate platform. But let's talk a little bit about multi-ERP companies. Some, and not all, multi-ERP publishers can own many different ERP software platforms. Certain of those ERP programs they just acquired, they might have a bright future. Others are what they call sunsetting, which means they don't put much effort into new sales or product R&D but they'll let the user base pay those annual maintenance fees for, for ongoing support for years. But again, they're not really developing and the technology improvements, nothing, nothing new planned for the future. It's back in 2005, I found myself as a reseller for an ERP program. A large conglomerate owned the program I sold as well as 16 other ERP packages. In their marketing materials, they talk about this 280 developers on staff constantly writing new features and improving technology of their ERP products, which sounded great. Um, I went to the West Coast to meet with the development team for that one ERP program I was representing, and I ended up having lunch with four guys. <laughs> Where's the rest of the team? I, then I learned the entire development effort for that particular one ERP was four people. Four. Where were the... 276 other developers developing something else, but just not my package, so it really didn't matter. Well, when the software conglomerate is supporting dozens of different ERP products, let's just say, you know, one company, no company can focus on everything all the time, right? That's an advantage to Acumatica. As a single ERP offering, you know the entire 200-plus person company is behind one solid program. That's Acumatica. And that's some focus, and that's going to get development for the future. And speaking of development, Acumatica just dropped a new release, the 2020 R2, which puts them on the 16th or 17th product version. So you're getting a more mature feature set than ever before with Acumatica. Final point being, if even the big software companies are acquiring made-for-cloud ERP, shouldn't you also be looking at made-for-cloud Acumatica? The answer for those of you keeping score at home is yes, you should. In closing, thanks for listening to our spotlight on Acumatica, the cloud ERP. We're glad to welcome Net at Work to our list of sponsors and partners for this podcast. 
And we do want to mention all the information we've presented today is not provided by Acumatica nor Net at Work, but the combined findings of several actual client ERP selection processes where Acumatica was a participant. So we apologize if any of our info is out of date or we've got a slightly inaccurate data points somehow slipped into the podcast. We trust you won't hold Acumatica USA responsible for content. As always, carefully evaluate any ERP to really understand how it will work in your business environment. And if you need help with that process, we know you're going to want to contact us here at Profit from ERP. Made for Cloud ERP is where you want to be. Acumatica brings you second-generation technology that software consultants love, and you just might too. You definitely should take a look. And as anyone who's done ERP recently can tell you, regardless of the product, regardless of the software, the industry, if you don't have the right implementation partner, <laughs> let's not talk about going down the tubes, but we will say we've had a 20-plus year relationship with our top Acumatica partners, and we know they'll do the right job for you. For more information, ping us at info at profitfromerp.com, and we'll get you connected with Net at Work. That does it for this month's Spotlight. I think the product review went pretty well here at the ER Podcast. So next month, I'm planning to do an extensive review of the Porsche 911 and the one-year test drive. If only they would drop a Porsche Silver 911 on my driveway. I don't think that's going to happen. But, but you never know. Maybe they're listening to the ER Podcast today. Hey, it's a nice plan, but until it happens, we probably are going to just stick to more realistic planning, like planning how our clients could profit from ERP. For Profit from ERP, I'm Practice Director Gene Hammonds, and our methodology is gained from 25 years and nearly 400 ERP projects for companies of all sizes. From emerging startups to global multinationals, if you're considering ERP, consider Profit from ERP. You can find out more by contacting info at ProfitFromERP.com. And you know what we say, profit from ERP. Our clients make ERP pay. And we always have room for one new client. Have a great day, and thanks for listening to the ER Podcast.